2: Boys and girls, it's another episode of Musicals taught me everything I know. I cannot lie; I'm so excited for this week's episode. My name is Miranda. I'm going to try and keep it together. With me at the table, Julia Eisentrager. Are you also excited? so excited? And it's me, KB. Are
0: you excited? I'm, KB? Just, I'm excited because you guys are excited, <laughs> and now I'm yeah, I'm
2: ready. We're delving back into the depths of the traditional golden year <laughs> musical today and um, I'm pretty excited because it is if you listen to our original episodes my favorite sometime show mm-hmm. but first we must meet our guest the brilliant man who has brought us the brilliant show please introduce yourself into the microphone
1: my name is Shannon hi hi <laughs> listeners hi how are you Shannon
2: can you do it again in your real voice please uh,
1: hi my name's Shannon hey. hi hi everyone <laughs>
2: Welcome, welcome to the show Thank
1: you, thanks for having me
2: And thank you for bringing
1: Gypsy Gypsy, oh yes Yes She's a show. She is? She is. I'm excited. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I don't know if I've mentioned it already, but I'm pretty <laughs> excited. Um, but before have. we talk about Gypsy, we are going to talk a little bit about Shannon. So are you ready for getting to know you? See how I slipped it right in there today? Yeah. Oh That's it's seamless. seamless. It's absolutely I my favourite
1: topic on the old planet <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well, you get approximately four minutes to discuss
1: yourself four in minutes. the form
2: of a quiz.
1: Oh, my God anxiety is prepared? rising.
2: Um, we're going to time every answer and your points may or may not add up to you winning the giant jackpot of another glass of sarsaparilla. Whoa. Okay. Which musical character would other people compare you to? Uh,
1: this came to mind very quickly. It was the Grinch.
2: The Grinch? Oh,
1: <laughs> no. But no, in a positive way. Okay. Yes, because, um, you know, maybe when his heart grows two sides bigger.
3: Oh, the, the resizes well, that day. Well,
1: we discussed it, didn't we, Julia? It's, it's yeah. more like um, the camp side of the Grinch.
3: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> more camp, less Grinch.
1: True. Okay. Because I, I do like giving gifts, mm-hmm. but not coal. That wouldn't be a nice gift.
3: I don't know. It like, depends how, if you need a stroke of fire.
2: <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Which <laughs> musical character would you like other people to compare you to? Who are you on the inside and in the depth of your deep, deep soul?
1: Actually, I really feel like... Um, the Grinch? Yes.
2: <laughs> before <Yeah>. he grows? <laughs> no, before his heart
1: grows. No, um, I really aligned myself with Valjean, um, actually. Uh, someone who would defend their family and, and everything to the... Stolen family. Yeah, to their last <laughs> breath. But, you know, even his, his sister and, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Valjean.
2: Absolutely. And have you had the pleasure?
1: I have, actually, Of playing Monsieur Valjean? I was extremely lucky to play Valjean earlier this year with Savoyards. Oh. Did I say oh. that right? I get in trouble every Savoyards, time. Savoyards,
3: yeah, you did, mate. Savoyards. <laughs> thank, thank, <laughs> you said it
2: wrong just now. <laughs> thank <laughs> the Lord.
1: The lynch They're mob would get rash. me. <laughs> I already okay. saw the red dot from someone's sniper gun. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. It happens. Yeah.
2: Okay, let's move on quickly. What is your dream role? Oh,
1: well, I have to say Phantom because, I mean, that was really the first musical I fell in love with.
3: You so. do know I deleted Phantom so that's no longer an option.
1: Forever, ah. forever,
3: forever. I'm forever, joking. Forever. <laughs> but I did, I deleted it.
1: Yeah, I'd love to do Phantom. I'd also love to do Shrek. I think that's an amazing, amazing part. So mm. fun. Yeah. I'm familiar with the show. It's
2: <laughs> mm. yeah. just I staring daggers it. at you. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, no, it's a really good role. I am a uh, tick. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Ten points toward the sarsaparilla. Oh, yay. Uh, what is your favourite Sondheim
1: show and it better be Gypsy? It actually is Gypsy. Yay! <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Even though he just wrote the lyrics, I mean – I shouldn't say just. The lyrics are very good. Yes, they're extremely good. But that's
3: where he can shine, where it's a little less pressure. He's just, you know, you take the lyrics, I'll write the music. Here's the music, pop some lyrics in it.
2: Is that the way it happened?
3: I don't
1: know. Which way did it happen? Do you know, Shannon? Well, actually, Sondheim didn't want to do it. He's like, I'm not doing a musical where I only write the lyrics and sort of sat in the corner. <laughs> I
0: really hope he did those handheld things yeah. <laughs> that you didn't get to see Liz. Exactly. But They were great. Me, me, me. And then
1: his, I mean, great I don't know, uncle or whatever, Oscar Hammerstein, came around and, um, yeah, convinced him to do it. He said, Because you, <laughs> you know, will do
2: it, boy. Yes, you do will it, like it.
1: Sir. Chewing on his cigar, saying, You know, Merman's a star and, you know, you'll learn a lot from her. So he convinced him to do it. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Thanks, Oscar.
1: I know, yeah. right? We have so much to thank him for. It's so weird, though, that, you know, these people, then you think of Sondheim, the Oscar Sorted Hammersheim, like, yeah, they're yeah. all just chatting in a just room together. Out. Yeah.
2: Yep. Weird. It is. Um, I wish I was in that room, but let's move on to your shower song.
1: <laughs> it's actually a Big, Bright, Beautiful World from abstract <laughs> because i live in an apartment by myself and i'm like this is i kind of imagine that's my swamp so
2: Aww. yeah <laughs> so i sing
1: that song in the shower
2: you could clean it uh, um,
1: <laughs> oh no i'm i'm you I'm, could I'm,
2: flush the toilet before the <laughs> shower i'm quite
1: ocd so my apartment's very tidy and clean um yeah but it's my you know metaphorical swamp and i'm oh, i'm okay. doing i'm doing oh, no, the I bunny it. ears yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah for people the listeners can you hear it can you hear it i'll do it ready you heard it. Didn't yes, you?
2: that was very loud. <laughs> um, okay, here we are. Are you prepared? You have to delete one musical oh, from existence. This is so, so which easy. Which one is it? So
1: easy. It's Mamma Mia. Yes.
0: Ooh. Yes, again, yes, 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 that is yes, getting
2: yes, so easy for me. It's been shot down a few times. Are you a specific issue with?
1: Well, I, the okay. Mirror? First of all, I consider Meryl Streep. I mean, no, no, we're talking movie here, but I consider Meryl Streep to be god tier as far mm-hmm. as actor. Um, is concerned. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she was convinced to do Mamma Mia and it's horrible, I, in my opinion, and it's ever so humble. Um, yeah. And I ushered on Mamma Mia here in Queensland and I saw it, I don't know, 450,000 times. <laughs> just once
2: too many, huh? I have, the, <laughs> just yeah, just
1: I, I have this kind of like ee, ee, ee kind of thing about it because I find myself dancing and singing along, but then I hate the storyline. I hate that they use the songs to. That don't really work to push the story. And, oh, horrible. Delete it.
2: There. Okay, well, um, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it is gone. Bye-bye. We're going to take a break and when we come back to a world without Mamma Mia, we're going to talk Gypsy. Yeah. Okay, we're just going to do a quick news flash. It's KB and me talking.
0: Seventeen again, the musical. Yes,
2: guys, there's an actual show that we can actually cast Zach Efron in, and nobody can argue. Zane Zane's already
4: done it.
2: <laughs> Zane's not on the microphone, yes. and we're in charge of everything. So, guys, uh, stay tuned for more information on Seventeen again. We are going to be following this oh. like Who do you think something be that we in Seventeen follow.
3: again.
0: Who do you think he'd be in 17 again? He'd play yeah. the older one now. No. It wouldn't who do you play... think could
3: be in it? Oh, who would be
0: in it? Other than Zac Efron. Than... We just did
2: that. Were you listening? <laughs> were no, you it wasn't Oh, gosh. Okay, guys, we're going to sort this out. We're going to talk to Julie. <laughs> we're going to get on the same page. <laughs> we're all going to get on the same page. And uh, just be warned that we're going to be back to you with all the information oh. about 17 again as it comes live here on Musical Stop Me Everything I Know. Okay, so here we are ready to talk about Gypsy. Gypsy. A Broadway fable. No, that's Guys and Girls. Um, Shannon. Yes. Tell us. Yes. Tell us about the show that is
1: Gypsy. Well, I've got my notes. Okay. Very studious. Thank (coughs) you. So the show opened in the 1958-59 season on May 21st. At the Broadway Theatre. It then transferred to the Imperial Theatre and closed on March 25th, 1961.
2: I'm sorry, can we just double check that fact? Mm-hmm. It opened in the Broadway Theatre. Yes, it's
1: called the Broadway Theatre.
2: That is the most Broadway, oh, Broadway. any theatre can be. <laughs> it's true. Literally. <laughs> Actually. I'm so proud of you,
1: Gypsy. <laughs> However, it wasn't good enough because they had to transfer it out. So the Broadway yeah. theatre doesn't live up to its name, I'm afraid. Sorry. Um, it received some of the best reviews of the decade and ran for 702 performances.
2: 702?
1: Yeah, 702. My,
2: my. Only about 1,000 too little, but, yeah, you know. Exactly. So we'll catch up on the revivals. It'll yes. be fine. So we so have, uh, there was five
1: revivals um, thus far. Um, there was, so Merman started it. And then Angela Lansbury did the second one. Is it's Tyne Daly or Daily? Daly? D-A-L-Y. Daly, I
2: think. Daily? Daily. Daily, it's pronounced
1: Daily. And then um, my girl, Bernadette Peters. Your girl. Uh and then my my, my lady, uh, Patty Lapone. And then um, there's the West and uh, Angela Lansbury did Broadway and West End. Mm-hmm. The others have just done Broadway. Um, and then Imelda Staunton did West End only, and that was the recent one. That's, yes. Yeah.
2: Which is available. On the DVD, I
1: believe. Yeah, on iTunes. You can get mm. it on iTunes. Mm, fair. Yeah. Um, so, and get this for a factoid about Gypsy, did not win one Tony.
2: Bloody travesty.
1: Nine nominations, including Merman for best um, lead in a musical. Even Merman didn't win. She lost out to, where's my notes? Um, she, she lost out to Mary Martin, who was playing... I don't know some unknown musical. I think it was called The Sound of Music or something.
2: <laughs> she oh. lost to a nun. <laughs> yeah, she did. How, how appropriate! Exactly. really. Mama Rose would be so upset.
1: And because Merman's kind of known for being quite, um, quite mouthy as far as swearing is concerned. But she, um, when she was um, offered some sympathy, she said, um, uh, "How are you going to go and buck a nun?" So <laughs> she was pretty. happy. She was like, "What are you? What are you going to do? You know." <laughs> Um, yeah, so Merm was the OG um, Mama Rose, Um, and of course everyone knows it was based on um, the memoirs of um, Gypsy Rose Lee, Um, but the, and they say embroidered, and I guess they mean that they, you know, she (laughs) kind of made it a bit more fancy than her life actually was, exactly.
2: (laughs) Well, there's a few different ways you can look at it, and some people might say it's been embellished in that it's been made a little bit more theatrical and they've sort of – but I think more than anything they smoothed out the storyline and actually softened Mama Rose as a character. Yeah, I agree. Because some of the – like stories about actual real Mama Rose are horrendous about her, like throwing people out windows and things. Wow. She, she was a wild creature. That's fine. Throwing people out of windows. Yes. She threw the manager of a hotel out a window, <gasps> apparently. Wow. Yeah, there's Just this gently. There's
1: this whole article in a magazine that took the, the actual truth of the story is far more weird and far more out there than mm. the actual musical itself. Um, I'm yeah. about
3: to Google it and pop it on our social. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll
1: give you the I'll give you the link so you listen can read it. You've got to be strong it. to throw out a
3: window. Like, really. That's She that's had hard. the rage of a mama behind her. <laughs> she was Mama Rose. She can throw who she likes out a window.
1: Um Merman really liked the idea of the musical herself because she felt like she'd not been given an opportunity to act in things she'd done before. So she was really excited about being mm. able to act in this. So um but she was less enthusiastic about Sondheim. Oh. <laughs> Have I well, mentioned this? Did we already talk about this? We
3: haven't spoken about this on air. On, on, on air, no. right.
1: Yeah, because um, uh, at the time Sondheim hadn't written anything of note that had made it to Broadway and um, Merman had had a flop with an unknown writer in a previous show. And so um, Sondheim was suggested to write the lyrics and she was like, nope, not having him.
2: <laughs> nope. Nope. Hard pass. Yeah, hard oh. pass.
1: But, um, yeah, she, they convinced her, so.
2: Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, so it is actually, the music is written by Jules Stein, Julie Stein. Some people pronounce the E, some people don't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. Mm. I will have to wait. It's in for a musical pronounced
1: as Julie Stein, right? Uh, last five years, he, he yeah. mentions Julie Stein. Let's go with Julie yeah. then,
2: because musicals would know. Musicals that's I right. learned everything I know from, from musicals. musicals. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the book by, of course, Arthur Lawrence. Mm. And he won some awards for that book, I believe, uh, but not the Tony. Is that right? No Tony. No Tony's. Yeah, Tony, it's won awards
1: subsequently further on, but mm. not initially, even though it was loved. Yeah. yeah. How
2: strange.
1: It, it is rather strange. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it is rather strange. Um, you did gloss over something that I find near and dear to my heart yeah. the film.
1: The film, Well, oh, the films it, plural. The, the right. film is really only one. So you're obviously talking about um, you're talking about Bette Midler. Nineteen
2: ninety three, Bette Midler made for oh. TV. yes. <laughs> look,
1: I do love it. I, I was I was just concentrating on the musicals that have been on Broadway, but um, oh,
3: you can't like I would not have known Gypsy existed if it was not for that movie.
1: Okay, I oh, agree. Really? That's the first Gypsy I ever saw. But I'm going to be a little bit controversial, listeners. Oh, no. Not
2: I'm going to have to slap someone. It's not my favourite.
1: I love <laughs> Bet, And, you know, Nelly. every, for, as a gay man, nearly every <laughs> Broadway diva or diva that there is that gay men love has been up for the role of, role of Mama Rose, including Liza Minnelli. Uh-huh,
2: yeah. yes.
1: So, yeah, but I love Bet, but she's not my favourite. Sorry.
2: That movie as a whole, though, um, is an almost exact replica of the written stage show, is it? Yes. So um, the script of the movie is is the closest of any movie adaptation to the actual uh, script of the show, and it includes all of the musical numbers.
1: Can you just give me a moment? I'm just going to backpedal for a
2: minute. <laughs>
1: I actually love it. I do love it. No, I do. No, I no, I do. No, I do. I love it. No, Look, I do.
2: I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind. I do. Um, I do. No, but I, I can kind of see what you mean. It was the one of the first movies, and these are the people, the same producers who would go on to do the film of Chicago, and oh, that's a few why other that's things. so good too, guys. Um, you know how to do And it. this was the first film that they used live voice on stage on the sound stage when They were actually filming because this show has oh, so much, particularly cool. for the character mm. of Mama Rose, has quite a lot of um scene into song where it just flows straight through. There's no like I'm gonna finish my speech now, here's the introduction to the music, <laughs> and now I'm yeah, singing. there's a lot of speech just flows straight into the start of song. Yeah. So they used that technique to to help it flow and started to use it. it not, so not the whole thing is done that way, yeah. but um, some scenes and most of Mama Rose's numbers are. This some now answers a
3: question for me that oh, I yeah. had when we were watching it. Yeah. We watched it together We did watch it together, oh, yes. oh, I see um, how it is. Thanks for the invitation, uh, guys. Yeah, No, the invitation we, got sent out in the mail. Yeah, <laughs> and I lost
1: yours. Your um,
3: so <laughs> they have, like, painted backgrounds in yeah, like scenes, that version. Yeah. And I was like, oh, only on huh. the stage sets. Yeah, the no, stage no, 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 no. Are painted. No, when they're camping with the Tory Doors, the background is a painted background.
2: Oh, because they're on a soundstage. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> that was all an act. It's an outdoor scene on a soundstage. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so they made a few deliberate choices in making the film, like um, they did most of the numbers. They actually filmed with. Bet twice, getting her to tone down Mama Rose and then getting her to do <gasps> it at stage performance level. Oh, yeah. And they ended up using everything at stage performance level because She's that that good. Character of the the energy of the character needed it. Obviously, yeah. But when you watch it without having a musical eye, you can look at Bet's performance in that movie and go, that's a bit much. So I can kind of understand if you're like struggling to connect with the performance on an intimate movie sort of level
1: do you know what it is actually, because Miranda? It's a stage performance. Yeah, no, no. It's not that. It's that. Um, it's a vocal thing for me. I don't feel like and this is going to be controversial That's again. Not controversial. Quick, cone of silence. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, nobody's is, listening. Uh, I just don't think she. Uh, she hasn't got the guts. <laughs> it's not gutsy enough, the vo- vocally for me. It it is emotionally definitely yeah, but vocally just from a technical standpoint, just from a technical <laughs> standpoint, very As quickly, a professional in the
2: opera. Shall well, uh, we
3: have a look at the technical standpoint of Merman?
1: <laughs> okay, no, yes, putting the palms up and saying yes, obviously, but um, yeah, it's just not gutsy enough vocally for me. It's but I not love a it. patty. No, and yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway we could talk about this for hours literally you and, and me will. um so let's get coffee sometime and Love talk it. about all of the mummers there have mm. ever been uh but for now is there anything else you want to share about the show yeah
1: there is one thing because you know how i talked about all the divas there yes. is one other diva uh barbara streisand since 2011 has had the rights to produce direct and star in a new movie version
2: Whoa! She's just sitting on him. She's she doesn't realize her. that Bet's already done it. She does realize <laughs> she can't do it again. Uh, she, yeah.
1: So I mean, she if,
2: might be just waiting for Bet to, you know. Well, <laughs> it's a race. <laughs> or maybe
0: Bet has to give her permission. <laughs> just waiting. Yeah. Mine and dying. So I, I'm,
1: I'm, I, I might probably stop being, stop breathing if that ever, ever came out. Yeah. Yeah. Like when Dreamgirls came out as a movie. Yeah. I, yeah. If that happened, I'd probably stop breathing.
2: Okay. Just we'll for a little bit. We'll make sure it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll write to Babs and say, look, I know Dear. you want to do it, but you just can't. <laughs> Shannon will stop breathing. <laughs> it might kill Shannon. Mm. Um, and possibly a few other people. I would be interested to see it. Yes. Yeah.
1: Again, it might not have the guts vocally that I want. <laughs>
2: so um, so uh, the poor little show didn't uh, win awards in its first time round, but raked in the. During the revivals. So yeah. uh, particularly the whoever played Mama Rose in the numerous revivals um, often won their category. Uh, and it got a lot of best revival kind of awards as it as it moved on. So I think it was just that year. Don't be up against the sound of music. I think that's what we've all learned yeah, from just that. Don't. Which really surprises me. It kind of surprises me too. Be up against it now. Yeah. I think it's fine. <laughs> Um, The other quick mention we should throw in is that the original choreography by Jerome Robbins um, was very well received and uh, has survived through to various other productions and was completely reproduced for the film, Dust saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, So let's move on and talk about what happens in the show. Who's doing it? Me. (gasps) Julia Zentrager. Do you need to take a breather? Yeah. All right. So once upon a time, Broadway existed and so did Vaudeville and so did Burlesque. What happened, Julie?
3: Okay. Think Cast Your Mind Back to the 20s. I've done it. Rose and her two daughters, Baby June and Louise, play a Vaudeville circuit. Rose, think about typical stage mum, but then put it on steroids. She's aggressive and domineering and pushes her children to be amazing. It says here to perform, but I'm <laughs>
4: I'm <laughs> going amazing. rogue.
3: <laughs> to be a star. Um, June is a little extroverted child star. And well, meanwhile, the older daughter, Louise, is shy, which is always like I get really sad by their dynamic every time I watch it. Louise is put down by Mama Rose in just the tiniest of ways but then shown love. So she'll be like, oh, you did, you did well too. Oh, baby June.
1: As the cow.
3: Yeah, good job being the cow's ass. <laughs> no, she was the she was. of the mou, cow. She was. Moo, moo, Yeah, no, I'm on it.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> the Kitty Act has one song, May We Entertain You, and that is a recurring theme song over and over within the show. And it's basically Mama June, while she is creative, she I'm really sorry, is not.
2: Mama Rose.
3: I'm sorry, Mama Rose. <laughs> While I'm reading Baby June. Mama Rose um, uses May We Entertain You for, what, in the show maybe 10 years? Mm. Realistically, till she changes mm. it? They're, they're mm. teenagers when she changes their song. Um, with June always as the centerpiece and Louise often as one of the boys or a cow or a moving set of, f- like, set piece. <laughs> Um, Rose has big dreams for the girls but encounters setbacks such as attempting to borrow money from her father um, again a scene that makes me cry which you wouldn't expect it would
2: mm. right there at the start of the movie right there at the I'm start sorry of the movie <laughs> <laughs> I've watched the movie
1: like six times in the last week
3: <gasps> no, because she takes that trophy and that really upsets me
1: the, the gold trophy the, the mm.
3: railway um, like Poire. retirement plaque his yeah, yeah. retirement plaque that really makes me mad why does that make you mad because I'm like, he worked really hard for that and he worked hard in a, like a good, honest job mm. and what you're doing is taking from him constantly and trying to push fame on your children. She's
1: just an opportunist. She
2: she's, is, but it makes me she's sad. She's um, focused mm. in a very bad way. It's just blinders onto the world. She's completely focused. So uh,
3: she eventually meets a former agent, Herbie, she persuades him to become their manager and using her seductive feminine wiles. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking of Ethel Merman and saying that at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Hoi! Oh, the girls grow up and June, now billed as Dainty June, and her act have a chance to perform for Mr. Goldstone of the Orpheum Circuit. Meanwhile, Louise celebrates her birthday alone and asks her birthday present, a lamb. Which lamb. I've always found odd.
2: Extremely. Can I tell you just very yeah, go, quickly go about a production that I saw of Gypsy? Please tell me they used an actual lamb. And they used an actual lamb. <laughs> what? But Please the best tell me. About this is like I have no recollection of the whole scene before the lamb enters, which is uh, the the <gasps> mm. pre-Goldstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because the lamb didn't know its cue. Oh, obviously, oh, <laughs> it was standing lamb. in the wings just like really far out in the wings like also has not learned about sight lines stagecraft (laughs) saves lives just bleating there in the standing there wearing a nappy (laughs) oh just let it poop on the stage they're pellets you can clean it up and then when it was finally time to bring the lamb on all the lamb does is like walk on like a third of the stage and then get put in a little pen in the corner and then, then Again, okay, I'm so not watching anything else that happens because there I'm is a live lamb and a pen. I'm assuming this is amateur musical <laughs> theatre. Bl-
1: that would have blown the budget.
2: And
3: this I is where... saggy nappy.
1: Your- <laughs> can- Even when it came on
3: stage. She's turtled. Yes! She's got into her own T-shirt. <laughs> this is where you can take it like not so literally, guys. Just a toy lamb will be fine. Toy lamb? That's okay. <gasps> like one of those little ones that bleats and flips itself backwards.
1: Can I just... Um, um- interject just Go quickly about animals because yeah. you know like <laughs> lambs so i, I watched um, um yeah, the wizard of oz this year in queensland and of course they've got a real dog for toto he and was amazing not a real lion but um <laughs> So, while she's singing Somewhere of the Rainbow, you know, her titular song, and she's like,
3: she's got <laughs> Shannon said titular. <laughs> oh, gosh, Shannon said titular because so huh? proud. <laughs> um,
1: uh, he starts licking his privates while she's singing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, she's, she's trying to discourage him from doing it, and he's just doing it more and more and more. It was delightful to watch.
3: The only thing that could have topped that would have been like a little air humping. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's so oh, really into the song. Anyway, we have Sorry, track. Track,
3: so yeah. the track, whole point I'll of is yeah, saying it's she's it's singing a lamb. to a little lamb because little she lamb, doesn't
2: little lamb
3: now now doesn't know how old she is. Um, Mama Rose has been telling the girls for years and years and years they're ten, they're ten, they're ten, they're, 10, they're, 10,
2: they're eleven, they're eleven. Like she reuses birthdays. As like, long as we're doing this act, <laughs> no one is over ten.
1: Exactly. It's, it's a little bit uh, psycho.
3: It's abusive, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's totally it is actually abusive. abusive. But it's, it's like, um, la, la, la. Herbie proposes marriage to Rose, and she's like, yeah, nah. He <laughs> considers leaving. Yeah, nah. But-, <laughs> <laughs> but she asserts that he could never get away from her. Also abusive. <laughs> Ooh. Uh-oh. Why is Mama Rosa a role I want to play so bad? You, you've
2: got to kind of think he's... <laughs> she's really focused.
1: Yeah. Okay. But why did he not, like, go, uh, When you know, when she's in the restaurant, she starts taking the silverware and everything, and you're like, maybe just rethink your choices. Yeah, yeah
2: rethink- he did. That's when he I mean, did rethink yeah. his choices. I mean, seriously. You see, Herbie's an interesting character to watch in the way he's portrayed in the show because he he arrives as this soft, easily convinced character, and he just stays there in that place.
4: Yeah, he does, yeah.
2: Until we get to the very, 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 very end when he finally leaves. Sorry, spoiler alert. (gasps) Um, (laughs) But he really doesn't change, and it's, it's almost endearing that he doesn't let Mama Rose change. Him. I think you
3: see him take tiny steps towards change rather than like big leaps because you can see when, like for example, the silverware, um, he makes comment like, "Do we really need that?" Yes. Like he will make tiny little things here and there. That and go, also he pays the
1: he pays the boys. Yeah. And she never wants to pay. Yeah. Them. yeah. So and he, he has his own strength and, behind her. Yeah, he does. I think. Yeah.
3: Um. All right, now that she's had a little sung a little ditty at him, that <laughs> you're trapped, Trevor. <laughs> um, the show is now billed as Dainty June and her Farm Boys, and the act finally performs on the Orpheum Circuit. She had a dream. She, I had a dream. Mamel, mamel. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> that's not a. That's a cow, not a lamb.
3: <laughs> June is soon offered a place at a. This is what I don't think the film makes particularly clear unless I'm just not paying attention. But June is soon offered a place at the performing arts school after an audition. However, Rose turns her down and refusing to, and refuses to break up the act.
1: Yeah. Cause she was going to go on and be a, a movie star. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. They were prepping her to be that.
3: Yeah. Um, blah, 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 blah. Rose and June fantasize. No, completely wrong. Louise <laughs> and June fantasize what life would be like if mama were married. And, uh, all done with the showbiz. A little bit blah bleh. A few months later. That
1: is a very I'm sorry, cute song. The showbiz
2: blah
3: blah blah blah. The showbiz life. Uh, a few months later, still on the road from show to show, Tulsa, by the way, when you're watching at least the Bat Middle version for sure, Tulsa is gorgeous.
1: I mean, he's easy on the eye. I won't he's, I'll give him that.
3: He's gorgeous, those yeah. pants, those legs. Oh my! it's funny when
2: they were um uh, casting the film, the writers of the show had final say over casting of what. Well, Bette Miller was already on board, so they before they. Finally I guess he the can r- bet, um, <laughs> but the the other roles were Gypsy Rose Lee and Tulsa.
1: Was that something they they were like, <laughs> determined like, to? We
2: want to okay Tulsa before you cast him. It's like really because he's barely in the show. Yeah, fair That's though. True. Uh, yeah. I'd want to be the final star. he was going to marry. But,
1: well, he got married to.
2: Yeah. The baby and then he dreams. disappears mm-hmm. and you never yeah, see him right. again.
1: Are they? And by the way, they're named after just the city she finds them in, right? She doesn't know their real names. Tulsa is where she found them. Yeah. In Tulsa, Tulsa and, and that's Yonkers. She, and, and. Yeah, they're, all named, oh, yeah. The yeah, yeah, they're all named different towns that she found them in.
3: So Tulsa, one of the boys from the act, confides in Louise that he's been working on his own act and then they do a beautiful little dance and it's so cute. Makes her cry. (laughs) Me too. Louise (laughs) fantasises that she and he could do the act together. She's so wrong. (laughs) She is. Shortly after, June is missing and a note explains that she has grown sick of her mother and her endless tour and has eloped with Tulsa. And they will do a new act. I thought they had chemistry, guys, but it turned out to be the sister. Mm -hmm. Rose is hurt and so am I. But then optimistically vows that she will make Louise a star, proclaiming that everything's coming up.
2: Roses. That is such a torturous moment when they're having that scene where Herbie is saying... It's all going to work out for the best. We'll get married finally. We'll settle down. And this is the the first moment where Louise actually, like actually cottons on and accepts that Herbie is romantically interested Mm. in her mother um, because she's been naively ignoring that for such a long time. They have this beautiful moment of like, oh, thank God, we can all have what we finally wanted. And then Mama Rose just flips and goes, no. I will make you a star, mm.
1: and it's, oh.
2: it's difficult to watch.
1: Sure is, and even trying it's to upsetting. put a blonde wig on her and make her, uh, make her yeah, into into Baby yes. June. It's like
3: oh. But that is the end of Act One. So Act, act Two,
1: and we're emotionally exhausted by this. Point. We are. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long it's a first lot. act. Yeah,
2: and I can, I can see why they held off the interval until this point in mm. the story
1: because it's absolutely th- where it needs to be. Yeah. That's where it needs to be, yeah. Yeah. but.
2: Gosh, it makes the first long act. So act
3: two, Louise is now a young woman, even though she's kind of really already been a young woman for some time, and Rose has built a pale imitation of Dainty June act for her using all girls Rose and Herbie try valiantly to sell Madame Rose's Torreador Doblez. I not even say that properly. Tori
1: Adorables.
3: There we go. See, that's how stupid the name is.
2: <laughs> to a fading vaudeville see, It's industry. a play on words, yeah. Julie.
3: It's I get on the words. play on Toriadores, words.
2: Tori Adores, but also they're adorable. adorable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: however, they are still together with no vaudeville venues left. Louise and her second rate act wind up accidentally booked at a burlesque house in Wichita, Kansas, as a means to deter the police raids. <laughs> Rose is anguished as she sees what a – can't read this – what uh, booking in burlesque means to her dream success. <laughs> that makes sense. But Louise persuades her that two weeks' pay for a new act is better than unemployment. So Rose is like, uh-oh, if we do burlesque. We're done. Well, We're she done says for. that
1: if you if you get to burlesque, then you're no longer going to be. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go back to being in. Vaudeville. Once won't the Vaudeville yeah.
2: Act plays burlesque,
1: they're dead.
3: Um. So this is where she meets three of my favorite gals. Oh, nice. yeah. yeah.
2: Welcome to Act Two, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So <laughs> three of the strippers, Baby on... Tune and Tulsa, are gone, but <laughs> but we get some three good ones back. Okay.
3: Um. Three. That's
2: roles double cast. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Virgin <Versus> Tulsa <laughs> playing Electra. No. Anyway, keep going with oh, your Oh story. yeah,
1: drag. That'd be great. Yeah. Okay. No. Sorry. That's go. a thing now. No, it is.
2: Um.
3: Uh, see, guys, you made me lose my place. Why oh, sorry. We meet three characters. The three characters are three, your three of the strippers on the bill advise her what it takes to be a successful stripper. You've got to get a gimmick mm-hmm. to make your strip special. Do
2: something special. Oh, uh, it's just so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite, if
3: not my favorite song mm-hmm. in the show. I'm shoulder popping. I'm shoulder popping. <laughs> Backstage Rose proposes marriage to Herbie. And he asks her to break up the act and let Louise have a normal life. And she reluctantly accepts agreeing to marry the day after their show closes. I'm getting emotional already. (laughs) On the last day of the booking, the star stripper in Burlesque show is arrested for solicitation. Desperate Rose cannot resist the urge to give Louise another nudge towards stardom. And she volunteers Louise to do the strip tease as a last minute replacement. Disgusted at Rose's blind ambition for her daughter, Herbie walks out on Rose forever. Although reluctant, Louise wants to please her mother and she goes on, assured by Rose that she needn't actually strip but simply walk elegantly and tease by dropping a single shoulder strap. Shy and hesitant, she sings a titillating version
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> of the old kitty act song, May We Entertain You. She removes only her glove, but she speaks directly to the audience, which becomes her gimmick. In the months that follow, Louise becomes secure, always following her mother's advice to make and beg for more and then don't give it to them. The song becomes brashier and brassier and more and more articles of clothing come off. Ultimately, Louise becomes a major burlesque star and does not need her mother any longer. After a bitter argument between Rose and Louise, who has become the sophisticated gypsy Rose Ali, Rose realises Herbie and June are both gone and now Louise is lost to her as well. Rose, feeling sad, useless and bitter, asks, why did I do it? What did it get me? All of Rose's unrequited dreams of her own stardom and her personal demons surface. She fantasises about her own lit up runway and cheering audience, but finally admits, I did it for me. After her admission to Louise, mother and daughter tentatively step towards reconciliation in the end. So there is, there is two different endings though.
1: Yeah, controversial. Mm.
3: Um. So in the 1974 and the 2008 Broadway revivals, although the final dialogue scenes remains, there is not a happy ending, but rather a bleak, sad one, as all hopes of reconciliation for Rose and Louise fall flat when Louise walks away, laughing sarcastically at Rose's new dream.
1: My preference. What about you? What's your preference, Miranda? Happy or, s- or sad?
2: Uh, um, I think as an audience member, happy is more satisfying, but as a a story mm. and as a theatrical piece, sad is definitely more appropriate. Well, it
1: just feels more true to the story, yeah. right? Mm. Yeah. And yeah. all
2: musicals end with a happy ending.
0: Not all, <laughs> all of them. Well, most. Like most, most, most people are
1: dead in Lame Is. Uh, three. Like, apart from four, the good guys. One, yeah, uh, third. But
0: there's a wedding. Such there's a
1: right. few.
3: <laughs> I got cake. Um, so, within that,. Um, Within the sad ending, Rose is just kind of left there on stage and all the marquee lights slowly fade as her dream and her kind of fade away. Um, in the 2003 revival starring Bert at Peters, the fine dialogue scenes remain but then leaves the ending open to more interpretation from the audiences. Louise walks through the stage door with Rose following behind. Rose then turns to face the audience, a look of sadness and longing on her face, and as she takes one last look at the empty stage, she pauses and slowly closes the door.
1: I kind of like that idea. What it, bit of what column A, reckon? bit of column B. Yeah, yeah a bit of column A, <laughs> column B, yeah. Let's
2: find something in between that works for everyone. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: And
3: then in the 2015 West End starring Imelda Staunton, Louise begins to walk out and Rose catches up after walking. Wait, sorry, waking up to reality. Louise puts her arms around Rose as they exit together, giving off the appearance that Louise is now taking care of Rose instead.
2: Yeah, see. I don't like that, I I? I, I want to believe that, but it just doesn't feel right i don't think she
3: yeah i'm gonna read the biography because i don't think she would have you know that
1: you know that little bit in the song which she threw
2: someone out a window for god's sake (laughs)
1: exactly in real life um in in the song where she's like mama mama Mm. merman was like so how am i supposed to sing this like they they were like but it's just you know you're having a bit of a psychological episode Mm. and she merman wanted to know exactly where she had to sing it she's like so they said like you know Make make it be your choice. She's like, right. On the downbeat, walks out.
2: <laughs> Bye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Always on the downbeat. Always on the downbeat. Absolutely. Um, I got sidetracked. I was about to say something. It's gone. Oh, sorry. Apologies. No, it's fine. No, don't apologise. Must have been a lie. On the downbeat. It must on
1: have the been downbeat.
2: A lie. Downbeat. <laughs> oh, the mama thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's A very passing line in the show where she. Um, at the end of the first act just before she sings Everything's Coming Up Roses where she just mentions like this tiny little thing about, you know, everyone leaves her and her mother walked out on mm. her and then all of her husbands did. So that's the mama thing yeah. that she comes back to is that, that moment of when her mother walked out on her and she was obviously really connected to this. I will never walk out on my kids. Mm. I will always be there for them, always, <laughs> obsessively. Yeah. Be there
3: for them, behind them, pushing them. Pushing them. Off the cliff. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, but there's another mention from Louise uh, to that same point in that end scene that is occasionally cut and sometimes kept um, that saying that she would have been amazing. She says mm. to her mother, Yeah. If you'd had someone to push you like I did. Yeah. yeah. And it. So there's actually quite a history of that whole mother-daughter relationship going on there, but it's really subtle in the writing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, anyway. So pretty. So pretty. Well, not really pretty. Is it pretty? So pretty messed up. Pretty messed up. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty pretty messed up. (laughs) So it's time to talk songs. I'm going to just stretch and uh, try to reflect and practice talking fast because there's a lot to say. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we're talking music and uh, the music was written by Julie Stein uh, with lyrics by Stephen Sondheim. Um, Irving Berlin and Cole Porter both declined this project. So when it was um, Ethel Merman and the producers looking for people to take it on, they'd already had Jerome Robbins on board and – Evan uh, Berlin, yeah, nah. Cole Porter, nah. nah. It would have been a very different show if Cole Porter had written it. I'm really glad yeah. these people all turned it down because yeah. who? What I can't happened, happened for it, a
3: reason, and it's great.
2: I can't imagine it sounding any different. Um, it is a really recognisable sound. The orchestration of this show is is so recognisable, and from that first opening of the overture, you know what you're getting into. It's brassy. And brassy, and <laughs> there's some brass in it. Yeah. Uh, so the overture is a traditional medley overture, but it only features Rose's songs. It's only Rose's character songs that feature in the
1: overture. What
3: about if Mama got married? It's a tiny little yeah, clipper. Like, it's not like a huge
2: yeah, thing. And it's really
1: still about Mama Rose.
2: Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, so subtly this sets up the, what the story is actually about. It might be called Gypsy After Gypsy Rose Lee, but it is Mama's story. Um, so the opening is Everything's Coming Up Roses and that themes from various parts of that song appear everywhere throughout the show. Um, that's followed by May We Entertain You. This is Baby June and Baby Louise. This is a very nursery rhyme type sounding. It's a very simple tune. It's Is it a polka? It feels, it's written in 4-4, but it's like a waltz kind of feel, almost like a polka. Anyway, um, I tried to find out and it drove me mad trying to figure it out. Yeah, kind of.
3: Yeah, yeah, kind of.
2: Anyway, um, so this is a, th- a tune that we hear over and over again. When we first hear it from the baby characters, it's "May we entertain you." Uh, when we later hear it only sung by Baby June for the, and then only sung by um, elderly Louise. Wow, um, it turns she's like twenty eight and called elderly. <laughs> elderly <laughs> Thanks, Louise. Thanks, um, It's it becomes "Let me entertain you." Uh, the next number we see is Rose's I Want song, basically. Some people, this is a brassy driving up-tempo number and this is the sort of feel that we get from Rose's numbers. So this one, everything's coming up roses and then Rose's turn all have a very similar um, feel about them and it's the energy of this push from it's Mama It's extremely Rose. kinetic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely Yes. So you really hear that in the music and that's her saying, "I'm." I'm not a housewife. I am extraordinary. Me. I am extraordinary. Um, so she says she's going to get out and she's going to make her girls a star. Uh, the meeting of Rose and Herbie is a lovely slow ballad duet uh, called Small World. This is a very sweet song. And looking at Rose's character singing this after the fact, it feels really manipulative. It is. Um, yeah, it is, yeah. But when Herbie sings the same phrases, it almost feels like he's accepting that he is being manipulated and he's kind of okay, okay with it. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, So the, the song sits really beautifully at this moment in the show. Uh, we get the first of our uh, showstopper vaudeville numbers now. So this is Baby June and her news boys. Um, so these numbers follow the same sort of pattern each time we see them. It starts with the newsboys singing their little newsboys introduction. Um, the entrance of baby June, she sings, let me entertain you. And then it's followed by a uh, very patriotic section that <laughs> um, uh, borrows a little of Yankee Doodle Dandy, a little bit of um, uh, some of the patriotic
0: which is um, also where, Navy they, songs and where stuff. they
2: age within the musical. In a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the Stars and Stripes Forever by Philip Sousa, John Philip Sousa, um, which is the big sort of slow down bit that they use, um, what's it called, Stro- strobe lighting. Yeah. And they're, they're doing the classic Broadway chug. It's got a name that... Trenches, trenches. Oh, I yeah, know. I
1: always say running man and I know that's not It's not, not right. running man. It's just <laughs> similar to a running
2: man. Um, I think it's trench or trunch. Trenches, anyway, trenches, trenches. Please trenches. feel let free to write in and let us know. Uh, and all the, all the young child characters go off and are one by one replaced by the older versions of themselves. So we go through the equivalent of what looks like mm, six or seven years. Yeah. Um, and they're still doing the same number in the same costumes. Nothing's changed except everyone's slightly bigger. And uh, the next number is Mr. Goldstone. I love you. This is Rose, a little bit of Herbie. He's around and the ensemble. It's important to point out that the ensemble in this show is pretty small. Uh, it's uh, the boys at this point and the boys play the girls later.
1: Yeah, they do. It's, they do. It's bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. So
2: there's a- Few of them in this number, and in the second act, they don't exist in the story anymore, so we'll use them as Tori Adorables.
1: Just a side note, what is an egg roll?
2: It's like a spring roll, isn't it? Is it a spring roll? I assume roll? it's a spring roll. I don't actually know.
1: Egg roll? Anyway, okay, we'll so Google it later. we need <laughs>
2: trunches or trenches and egg roll, egg roll. information. Okay, I'm on it. Hang on. <laughs> You've got till the end of this segment. Um, so Mr. Goldstone starts at a nice steady pace. It's a lyric based song, it's quite funny and it speeds up as they get more and more excited. Um There's a cute little part in there where Rose starts mixing up the words and she calls Mr Goldstone an egg roll and it's all very hilarious. And there are so many rhymes for okay. the word Goldstone in that song. I an nice. egg
3: roll. A Chinese snack similar to a spring roll consisting of diced meat or prawns and shredded vegetables wrapped in a dough made with egg and deep fried.
1: Mmm, delicious.
2: Learning all mm. the important things <laughs> of oh, the show today. And the, diff- the difference, I got
0: it, between yep spring rolls and egg rolls. Is that a spring roll is like the thin flour wrapper or is the egg rolls are thicker and deep fried? It's like a dim sim
2: wrapping in a spring roll shape.
1: Musicals really do teach you absolutely (laughs) everything. everything.
2: Um, That's good. Okay, so now that we know all of that, let's move on to (laughs) Little Lamb. Uh, This is... A nursery rhyme, it is written to sound exactly like a nursery rhyme and they almost cut this from the film, but the composer said, if you cut that song, I'm taking the rest of the score with me. So you will not cut this song. Don't do it um maybe
1: he wrote it for a granddaughter or something i don't know yeah, well, maybe something it's like.
2: actually it sounds really kind of like oh there's this slow boring bit in the middle of the first act but it's a really important juxtaposition for louise's character compared to all the excitement and just insanity of the goldstone that just happened before and um this sort of has a real melancholic, innocent feel about it. it's really important to see that from Louise at this point. Yeah,
1: it's like she's showing her acceptance of everything that happens around her. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And this is followed by, you'll never get away from me. Uh, This has a very similar feel to Small World, but it's getting a little bit more playful, a little bit more cheeky, a little bit... um, you know, you've come to know what to expect from me. Let's all just pretend it's hunky-dory and move on.
1: A little bit tie me up down in the uh, the basement and take my skin and make a jacket still sort of thing. Oh, <laughs> no, no. No. <laughs> You'll never get away from me. I mean, it's kind of creepy. It's, no. So there's
4: creepy. lots of
2: like strings and muted brass in this. So the muted brass is kind of the, um, you know, most of the time that you use here, Mama Rose, she is accompanied by a lot of big brass and then whenever she's playing the sweet, kind creature, there's muted trumpets out the wazoo. Is there a wazoo? I don't know. What is a wazoo? It sounds a lot like a muted trumpet. Like probably. a kanzoo. <laughs> Congratulations,
3: Miranda. It is called The Trenches. The <laughs> Trenches! Yeah!
2: Um. <laughs> so then we hear Dainty June and her farm boys This is the new mou act mou, with mou the moo cow <laughs> It opens with a little Classic morning, we hear the news Boys, that hasn't changed at all Although they're dressed like farm boys now Um. And instead of going into uh, The classic Let me entertain you, it now has A moo cow section I, love mou it. Mou, mou. I have a moo cow and you Cow a true, cow moo. cow ah, I would sing the whole song for you but i can't it's illegal um (laughs) (laughs) it now also has a very cute dance break uh where um june and the cow dance and that is a hundred and thousand percent vaudeville and i love it the end Uh, (laughs) it's not the end uh this (laughs) it is followed by go straight into broadway so this is the new amazing section where June has been selected to come and be a star and the guys all come on. They're now dressed in top hats and canes. They've gone all classy and they're doing a much more sort of Fred Astaire, Gene Kelly Broadway-type dance. Um, June comes on. There's a big theatrical finish with a, with a train on stage and everything and then she goes, no, I can't leave. I have to stay here with my cow, Caroline. And we go back into the Stars and Stripes ending from the original number. So it still opens with the Newsboys and ends with the Stars and Stripes, but it has that whole Broadway section in the middle that's changed. Um, then we hear from June and Louise. This is the only time we see June and Louise sing together. Oh. Apart from within the uh, vaudeville number, this is their only moment on stage, the two of them. And this is the only time that you see the two of them on an equal footing and um, it's a great song. I love it. I think it's a lyrically focused song. There's, it's a, quite a simple melody. Um, the mama harmony that they use every time they reach the end of the phrase and it's got, is it a fifth? I don't know. Mm. Anyway, it's just one note here and there, but it's a strong, I am the bass and yeah, the support from Louise and the, I am the rising star from June is an um, interesting little use of harmony in there. There's a little grab of Let Me Entertain You in the middle uh, where they make a bit of fun of it. This is followed by Tulsa's All I Need Is The Girl. This is Tulsa's only number in the show. It's a Fred Astaire type dance song and dance number. Um, and there's a beautiful moment in it where um, Louise starts to dance with him, but they're not dancing with each other. So he is dancing with an imaginary girl and she's shadowing that girl's part behind him. That's quite a famous sort of little moment. Um, if is she this... wearing the
1: cow, bottom of the cow there? At she's stage, still wearing in the bottom of in yeah, movie, the cow, cow legs. At least, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, so if a lot of the old act and Rose's numbers are a very sort of 20s vaudeville and brassy, this is a much more 1930s soft shoe, lots of strings and... Um, quite a different orchestration from some of the other numbers. Um, And now we get to the end of the first act. Everything's coming up. Big brassy roses. (laughs) And there's a lot of building phrases in this song. It has a very, like you said, kinetic energy. I'm going to steal your word. Please do. Um, (laughs) The notes get bigger and bigger and longer and longer toward the end. There's a desperate kind of energy and a very forcefulness about this moment from Rose that comes through in the music. And it is definitely an end of act one number.
1: Did you know that it was going to be a dream ballet?
2: That is insane. Yeah, and they didn't
1: have any idea how they were going to do that. And then sometime and someone else was sitting in the room. I'm sorry, listeners, I don't remember. And um, he started just playing on the piano and they came up with the song. Yeah. So it was going to be a dream ballet, kind of like Oklahoma, you know? I do, uh, what?
2: <laughs> Isn't that crazy? For the end of Act One? Yeah. Dream ballet instead of everything is coming up, Rose's seems just wrong for the character. <laughs> I'm glad that that never happened. Okay, we go to Act Two. There is um, an on-track. To, it's followed by Madame Rose's Tori adorable surprise, surprise, Newsboys, followed by Louise's copy of... Um, June's entrance, which fails dramatically, and they skip straight to the Stars and Stripes ending. Do you
1: think it's kind of like an allegory for Mama Rose in a way that she had great ideas, but she was she never changed her ideas, so that's why she never did well herself. Do you know what I mean? Like she she was good and she, she had the adapt. stuff, but she couldn't adapt and change. So maybe it's an allegory. For maybe, that.
2: yeah. yeah. Something
1: we can get about. to that so, on sorry. the lessons we've I'm learned. I'm so sorry.
2: Stop interrupting on the music I'm shift. so sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's my first day here.
2: <laughs> Me too. Um, together wherever we go. This is Rose and Herbie and Louise. It's a nice positive bouncing number and we kind of need it to reset for Act 2. Um It sort of brings them back together and tells the audience, it's okay, they're all getting along for now and they're going to keep trying. This is what happens in the story. Just go with it. And we don't get another number for a little while until they get into the theatre and then we meet Mazeppa, Electra and
1: Tessitura.
2: (laughs) You gotta get a gimmick. This is a bump and grind burlesque number. It is very brassy and sassy and belty.
1: And, mm, and, and, and,
2: mm, and, That's how the last was born. <laughs> um, Zane is timing this for the <laughs> six seconds. <laughs> keeps Snap. tapping his what? Ooh, there's so much to talk singing. about. Um, there's a small, very, very heartbreaking reprise of Small World by Mama Rose when Herbie leaves. Uh, it is, there was another song in that point, but it got cut Oh, I Bye. might go into that and, <laughs> and later and I'm kind of glad they just went for that little reprise because that moment doesn't need much more than that. There is a lot less music in Act 2. It is a shorter act. So then we get the Let Me Entertain You from Louise. This starts off with her first performance that is very stilted um, and transitions through her rise to frame. She's getting more confident, more playful. The orchestrations are getting bigger. There's a lot more percussive bits and um it has intermittent dialogue it's her banter with the audience that becomes her thing uh there's a a scene then between louise and rose after which we see rose's turn this has grabs of everything's coming up roses a little bit of let me entertain you and um this is basically a character monologue to music it um that goes through a lot of phases and we get a lot more of that um, drive mixed with some uncertainty that we don't see from Rose in other parts of the show and that's all beautifully reflected in the music.
1: Factoid number 454. <laughs> yes, It is Janet. called the 11 o'clock number in Ooh. the beers. Yeah. Oh, it is.
2: Yeah. Um, it is... An 11 o'clock number but it's happening right at the end of the show which is kind of unusual. Mm. There's usually then the happy ending and the finale Mm. Uh, but we don't get a happy ending and a finale in this show. That's it. That is it. Um, so there were a few sort of changes. There were several songs that were cut during the tryouts, including a song for Herbie called Nice She Ain't, uh, which I think <laughs> um, was probably just spelling it out more than necessary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming that song basically said, look, I know she's a terrible person, but whatever. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, there was an earlier song for baby June and baby Louise called Mama's Talkin' Soft. I ha- It has been recorded. Requ- By Petulia Clark, but I've never heard it. When you're alone and life
3: is making you
2: lonely, you can always do Mama Rose. (laughs) Downtown?
1: Downtown.
2: (laughs) Um, There were a couple of other numbers Mother's Day don't know about that one a song for baby june's act called smile girls which involves rose trying to teach all the untalented girls to smile in order to make the act look good who needs him which rose sings to herself after herbie leaves that was replaced by the reprise and a song called three wishes for christmas a burlesque number (laughs) which i assume happened in act two um 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 i don't think i have anything else to say i think i made it Woo. I think I made it to the end.
1: They're on the patty recording, those songs.
2: Are they? They are, yeah.
1: They are, yeah.
2: Uh-huh. Well,
1: there you go. I love Smile Girls. It's so good. I wish so that's wasn't. the Tori Adorable yeah, she's, she's talking Yeah, she to. can't remember any of their names, but it's fantastic.
2: <laughs> she starts calling them Tulsa She and just ca-
1: starts calling them all different things,
2: yeah. Oh, bless. Okay, so we've got a couple more things to talk about, like all the people who have played Mama Rose and various other characters. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> but we're going to take a quick break. Hey KB, hey. tell us who's done the show, man. Look, there are a lot of casts for this show, so what strap noise? on in. Well, it's only had 67,000
0: revivals. It has had exactly 67,000 revivals, so you might want to stop listening now because it's going to take no, five days. Stop. Um, we already know who's playing Mama Rose, but let's. <laughs> Do you want that sound again? No, thank you. <laughs> Um, but I'm just gonna run I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run through it again. Uh, we had Ethel Merman in the original. Um Mama. Ange Lansbury did Ooh, West End. Yeah, my best friend Ange. Um West End and the first Broadway revival. Tyne, what did we settle on? Daily Daily, Daily. Daily. Yeah. Um for the second Broadway revival. Bernadette Peters for the third Broadway oh. revival, Patti LuPone for the fourth Broadway revival, oh. and Imelda Staunton for the re- West End yeah. revival, which apparently I had friends who saw it and said she was absolutely freaking amazing.
2: So yeah. uh, it would be interesting. Yeah. Maybe you had to be there, show. I it. can
0: only yeah. see her as um as as
1: Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Uh, well, she didn't uh, play Harry, Harry Potter. Potter.
2: The boy who lived. <laughs> it, it
1: was the uh, no, gender was... swap role. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: The one in pink. I should yeah. know what's this. Her name? I'm what a Harry her Potter name? nerd. And I don't even remember. It's too late at night, guys. What's happening? Anyway, in the role of Louise, we've had Sandra Church, Zan Sharice. Z- Z- I don't sure. know how to say that. Sounds good. If that's not how it. you say your name, please let me know. But it's been 40 years. So. Call in, Sean.
1: <laughs> Call in if that's not how you.
0: Christopher Moore, in. Tammy Blanchard. Um, one of my favourites, Laura Bernanti. Yay! I didn't know that. Yay! Um and Lara Poover.
2: Ooh. And then in it's the tri- kind of rolled it, I think you you have to put a fairly unknown person. Can you in.
3: stop stealing from my dreamcast and just shush? <laughs> a
2: well, fairly she didn't say unknown that is my dreamcast. At- Someone you've never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: At that point, it's two thousand eight for Laura. She's she'd done a fair bit by that point though.
2: Right? I don't think she was mega fame though. Yeah, no, true. I, think, I don't I think like she was mega, mega fame name. She is now. She is very now. recently, yeah.
0: particularly with My Fair Lady. Um, June we had Lane Bradbury, Bonnie Langford, Tracy Venner, Kate. I Always want to say reindeers, but Me it's too. not. It's reindeers. Um, Leanne Larkin and Gemma Sutton.
2: I have a question about that role. Because yes. it's not in the start of the show because Baby June does the start of the show. Yes. And then she does the second half of the first act and is never seen again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a small role. It is it is if it's no small roles, only small players. Look at is that, that the right way? Is that how that goes? Yeah,
0: yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, what's the question? So does Miranda? she double as a Tory adorable? Yeah, possibly. It doesn't it didn't tell me. In the, the research. Okay. Well, so fine. maybe that's a choice that you <laughs> that's a choice you get to make um when I you produce direct to, and starry. But in you'd the show. have
2: to be really careful in your design to make sure that it she looks very different.
0: Yes. I mean, it's probably a bit of a weak. I mean, reaction. slap a red wig on her, we're ready to go. People won't notice. <laughs> okay. Um in the role of Herbie, we have Jack Klugman. Klugman. Barry Um Barryingham. Rex Robbins, Jonathan Haddry, John Dossett, Boyd Gaines, and Peter Davison. I'm now able, unable to read my own computer. In the role of T- Tulsa, um, one of my favorite people have played this role. We'll get to him. Paul Wallace, Andrew Nor- Norman, John Sheridan, Robert Lambert, David Burker played this role. It's so exciting. Really? If you don't know who he is, he's Neil Patrick Harris's husband. Really? Yes, he played it in the two thousand three Broadway revival.
1: <sighs> oh, <Tom. gasps> um,
0: then, yeah, right. I like see it. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, Tony Yazbeck and Dan Burton in Tessie Tudra. I'm just looking at the next <laughs> so, and
2: again, we've got these three roles who are usually like older women, so I can't be. Cast in any no. other I part would of the love show. Maybe one of those three women they literally do three scenes and walk we'll on and do one great number. Yeah, I, I want that role. Yeah.
3: Yes, you have so much tea backstage. Make some friendship bracelets. Pop on, do a number, and you're done. <laughs> and how make great is it? Friendship. They're so well
1: known, and that's all yes. they do. Yes. yes, everyone loves them.
3: So
0: we have Maria Kandalova. Sorry, um, Maria, I don't know how to say your name. Um, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <And> that's <laughs> not what she's gonna take offense
1: to. <laughs> <laughs> Call in is kind of over if that's not the right <laughs> pronunciation.
0: It's, I don't know. Oh, Valerie Walsh, Mary Louise Wilson, Jana Robbins, Heatherly, Alison Fraser, Anita Louise Combe. In Mazeppa, we have Faith Dane, Kelly Wilson, Gloria Rossi, Barbara Irwin, I would say. Kate <laughs> B- Badecki
1: decky sounds good, yeah. Call in again once. Yeah,
0: you know. guys, you all <laughs> need to get. So Can everybody have the last name Smith from now on? That would be really helpful. No. Lenora Nem. The Louise Geld, and in Electra, guys, there's been so many people on the show, Electra, you have Chotsey Foley. No relation. <laughs> Judy Cannon, uh, Sally Cook, Anna McNeely, Julie Halston, Marilyn Kasky, and Julie LeGrand. Um, and then as the director. I want
2: that to be my name. LeGrand. Me too. I think LeGrand. I'm just going to change
3: my last name,
0: guys. LeGrand.
2: LeGrand. <gasps> Julie LeGrand.
3: Julie LeGrand.
0: Arthur Lawrence directed both the West End original West End show, the Broadway revival times two, the first two, and the latest Broadway revival. Jerome Roberts, uh, Robbins, sorry, Jerome Robbins, ugh, um, did the original Broadway and choreography and choreography, and then Sam Mendes uh, directed the 2003 Broadway revival. who's Sam Mendes uh, uh, is a very well-known director and has done a lot of theater oh, and film. Sean Mendes. Sean Mendes is re- very young, um, very young, and would have definitely not been around. Probably no, it's two thousand three. He'd be a baby. That would have been really impressive. Um, that's all I've got. That's it. We ran through that really quickly. Um, about, can
2: I just? We didn't talk about
0: the movie. We didn't talk about the movie, Miranda. But look how many casts there are already. But can
2: I just say? Do it. Oh. Do it, Miranda. Do it. Okay. Do it. Do it, do it do <laughs> I just don't okay, so the movie has a whole bunch of – and I won't go through them, but the movie has a whole bunch mm-hmm. of um, great stage actors who do cameos, um, including a guy – oh, God, I've forgotten his name. This is the worst um, – who plays Mr. Goldstone in the film –
4: Oh, he's an
2: amazing yeah. character actor. Gypsy. He, he yeah. was in Sister Act in the movie and stuff like that. Anyway, his, his past since then. He's I know, no I looked it up when those. we watched the
0: movie the other um, day. But he, he
2: Michael basically Jeter. went to the producers and said, I love Gypsy so much, I will do anything in this film. Anything. And they offered him Goldstone. He went, yes, yes, Michael Jeter.
1: Yeah, he played um, in Chicago. Uh, Amos? Amos Hart. Yeah, he's yeah.
2: done He's done a lot of stuff. He has a huge resume. On the Broadway's. With, um, And a lot of film and TV a lot as of, well. A lot of Sesame Isn't Street.
0: Isn't he a real but
1: prolific tap dancer? Well? Wasn't he like an amazing yes, dancer? I don't know. Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. He Googled hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. So he's an amazing dancer.
2: Anyway, he, he begged to be in that film. But um, I found it interesting because I didn't notice until I looked at it recently when we, I was looking at the movie Again for the 600,000th time For this show (laughs) Um, The the two kids who play Baby June And Baby Louise In the movie are Lacey Schabert
3: Yes, I know (laughs) Party. Party of Five. <laughs> My June. mind was blown. <sighs>
2: from Party of Five, and you might know her from Mean Girls. And if you click and go down the rabbit warren of her filmography, she has done more Christmas movies than any person need Alive. ever do. Love yes. it. <sighs> I'm watching them all. <laughs> she has just made 500 million Christmas films. Anyway. And Baby June. Um, and Baby Louise. Oh, Louise, sorry. Elizabeth Moss, West Wing and Handmaid's Tale.
3: What? Elizabeth Moss. Play and Baby Louise. I'm going to and, 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 and
1: whom is one of the three ladies?
3: Oh, yes. Sorry. Well, we are in the fashion. Tessitura. Martin. Tessitura yeah. is Martin. Christine Ebersole. Christine yeah. Friend of the show. Re- friend of the show, Christine, Christine Ebersole. Ebersole. Tessitura. Yeah.
1: She's yeah. amazing in that role. Oh. Yeah. In the movie.
0: And Anna McNeely, who was in one of the revivals, is also in the movie. Yeah. It's playing that, the same role. So
3: many bit Like Tony Shaloub is in it. Yeah, as Uncle Jack. Isn't
1: that a great last name? Yeah, yeah. Shaloo. Uh, I
0: know. I that's the guy know. from
3: Monk. <laughs> from Monk. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got um. The it's monk? just. Oh, sure. I mean, Ben Midler.
2: Look, there's a, a lot. Ben Midler, but even uh, yeah, Peter so, Riegert is still um, working. Dear Barbara Streisand, good luck.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah, luck that's gonna, finding better casting. Casting than that <laughs> difficult. Very. But difficult. Don't we have to do that
2: right now? Um. The also the original film Rosalind Russell. Yes. Played Mama. Wasn't it? And it was. Ro- um, Rose
1: Russell. Yes. What was her name? Very famous. I want to say Wood. Natalie yeah, Wood. Natalie Wood. Oh, you know, sorry. That Louis. scares me. Yeah. Playing Louise. Yes.
2: Hmm. Yes. Very interesting. Anyway, I think it's time we talked about Dreamcast.
1: It's your Dreamcast, Yeah.
2: Obviously, um, I am playing Mama Rose, as is Julie and also Shannon. Yeah, I want to play hey, you want in on that? Yeah. I'll just play all the baby characters. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but who else is going to be in the show?
1: Good question.
3: I think I personally would like to see in the role of uh, Tulsa.
1: <laughs> here we go. Uh, Easy. Uh, Remember, it's a PG podcast. Can
3: sing and
0: dance. PG podcast.
1: Who
3: has a good.
0: nice set of buns and a pair of pants? I th- I feel like there's a name. Um, there's a we name talking just uh, here. buns. It's like with <laughs> seeds.
1: Delicious <laughs> in the oven.
3: Um, oh, Zac Efron! Oh, oh my gosh! What a good idea! That
1: earlier. Zac Efron is Tulsa. That's
3: who I was thinking. Actually, is actually, he too I, old
1: for that now? though? No.
3: Watch your mouth.
1: Sorry. Zac Efron
3: is not too old for it. Any role? All right.
1: All right. I guess with hey, we'll this, the right role. filter, he'd be okay. Um,
2: let's go for a uh, mama. Any mama? Yeah, I have two mamas. Yes, I have um, mama. a
3: very different, different mama would be Alice and Janie.
2: Oh, oh my!
3: Because mm. I feel like I've seen her as angry, like uh, uh, an angry mother before, but I don't remember
1: what it was in. Oh well, huh. Can, can you remind me what what she, she done? Nine to uh, five. Nine to five. What about TV She was in stuff? Juno.
2: Yes, yeah, the she West was Wing. The mother in Juno. The West Wing.
1: Oh yeah, Allison. In- oh, oh I'm so embarrassed. Wrong. I'm going to now leave the podcast.
2: <laughs> 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 it's okay.
3: Um, and then my other one, when she's a bit older, would be Laura Benetti. Okay, but a bit older. Like give it, twenty something years.
2: I kind of mm. have trouble with this because I feel like. That style of performance that I associate with this role is so out of fashion yeah. now. Yeah. Being able to, you know, belt to the rooftop in a in an actual brassy resonant belt, not a pop belt, is so rare.
3: Which is why you have to have a classically trained singer to
1: do uh, it. You're talking technique-wise, I see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, mm. to be
2: able to really pull that off. Yeah. I find it really difficult to just go, oh, yeah, that person, and pick someone who hasn't already played, played it. it. That's true. Um, Carolina Connor was freaking amazing in the Australian. In the, it was the production company cast, um, but she's played that role all over the world. She's it would it's, have loved, it's your never dream got to see it
0: cast, Miranda. You can cast well, her Well, Carolina again. Connor is
2: in my dream cast. Mm. Um, she's also in my dream cast playing Mazeppa. Oh,
4: yeah. That's
2: awesome. Yes. Is it just going to I be s- her in every role? <laughs> just just, it's just cow- Jenny cow- would be you know, great uh, in that as well. That does Jitsi. <laughs> <laughs> um but I I would also like to see Bernadette Peters play Electra. And so I feel like by default we've got to find another ex-mama. To play Tessitura. Yeah, that's a really good idea. That's a cool idea. So
1: which one are we picking?
3: Uh,
2: uh, Angela Lansbury.
1: (laughs) I would love Liza. I mean, Liza's never done it, but I would love her in one of those roles.
2: Yeah, Patty isn't a Tessitura, though. No No one else is. The problem is they're all Mazepas. No, you would move
3: move Bernadette Peters to Tessitura. Tessitura and you would put... Oh, no. <laughs>
2: oh, no. See, it's, hard. it's in my, hard. In my
1: dreams, I was convinced that Bernadette Peters had already done Mazeppa. I don't know. I must have had some weird Mazeppa. fever dream. Yeah.
2: Well, she's done Mama Rose.
1: Yeah, I know, but I don't know. Some fever dream told me she'd done it, but she hasn't.
2: <laughs> I would also really love to see Megan Mullally play Tessitura. <gasps> oh, yes. Oh, oh, you guys oh that's are good. are really good at this.
1: I'm really bad at casting, but when you say it, I'm like, yes, I yeah. see it.
2: <laughs> well, that's I usually just sit here and go, uh huh, when people are coming. <laughs> <things. laughs> yes. You know who I'm I surprised see.
3: hasn't already done it as Herbie? Who, Julie? Matthew Broderick.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. Mm. <laughs> he kind of. Does he do things without Bethlehem? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What was
1: that? Yes, was <laughs> he's kind of like
2: slowed down, like he's not working.
3: I don't ever. know. Ask him Lately. dear yeah. Matthew.
1: Matthew, just call into the show and just let us know what you're up to.
0: <laughs> and when you find, when someone finds the number for the show, <laughs> can you let us know what that
2: is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to put my number out there if it means that Matthew Broderick's going to call me. But
0: <laughs> okay, we'll my number is
2: 04. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not O4. doing this. Uh, this uh, game's not uh, fun. Um, uh,
0: yeah. Anyone else? Guys? Um
2: there's there's so many Herbies out there. Yeah. Yeah, John Brown would be another good Herbie. John. Oh Bang. no, he's too much for Herbie. Tulsa it is then? Yeah,
1: nah. Wait, Mama Rose. I've done it. Genderblind casting, why not? Genderblind casting. Papa Rose. Papa Rose. Genderblind casting.
2: Okay, well, we could go on for like another hour and a half <laughs> of gender um, blind it, casting. Do we have any gypsy rose Lees? I want an unknown. I I think it you works best as an unknown.
1: What about Britney Spears? I'm joking.
3: Uh, oh, I don't hate it. What about her? I don't really? hate it. Enjoying. I actually don't hate it. She's a, no. she's a bit famous, but a she's bit. A, bit famous. <laughs> a little bit famous. <laughs> hate it. Uh, Move it further south, and we're good.
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh.
3: Um. Yeah. No,
0: I. Yeah, I no? Would, no, I got. I, don't <laughs> know about, I got it, Just yeah, in no.
3: honour of of Zane, who's not on mic this evening.
2: What about Audra McDonald as Mama? Can she do it? I'm sure she can do anything, but I wouldn't. Choose Ooh. to put her there. Ooh.
1: I'd love to know why Audra McDonald. I mean, I love her. I'd love to know why.
2: Um, Zane just.
1: He loves her and well, everything.
2: Zane objects to the Zac Efron constant <laughs> casting. Oh, uh, So that's why by, he puts Audra by McDonald. putting off. some class in there yeah. with Audra. Well, she's got the classical hey training. She, the does. The classical she, does. training. Yeah. she
3: does.
2: Could we put her in as tessitura? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Definitely. <laughs> A whole cast of testy Okay, so we can cast strippers <laughs> until the cows come home. <laughs> what about <her? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> me? Um, June and Louise. Hard, I, aren't they? Do you know yeah. if she was a bit younger? What's what is her name? What's June, her name? June Horick. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who are you? be the nice. Jane Horick? Jane, Jane, Jane. Jane Horick playing Louise when she was maybe a bit a younger. Lot younger. Yeah. Um, no. Wait, hang on. Megan Hilty? Megan Hilty? As, As a June? Yeah.
1: But, yeah, uh, I mean. Younger. Go
3: yeah. Taylor Loud. this is the problem. Because they're young, we don't know them yet. And that's why we can't cast it. I would c- go c- Taylor Catherine, Loud. Catherine
1: McPhee would have made a good Louise. She's got that kind of temperament, the What's beginning temperament. Sure. Mouth out. <laughs> sure. <No>. Mouth out. <laughs> Maybe. Look, hey, it, you know, in Smash and all that sort of stuff, and you, no. But. She's got that kind of mousy temperament. Yeah. Oh, controversial to begin with. I don't, she, and I think she could glam up at the end. And you
2: can see them as a pair. Yes. Because we've well, we seen did. them as yeah. a pair. Yeah.
1: Know. That's
0: true. Nah, I want Taylor Lauterman in the cast. I thought you were going to say she's Taylor great. Swift. No, <laughs> I thought oh, you were going to no. say Taylor Lautner. No, no, no. <laughs> um, in, she's currently playing Regina George in Mean Girls. And she played Campbell in Bring It On. Oh, yeah, she's she awesome in that. She's little and pretty and blonde. June? Yeah, a June? she's a June.
2: Okay, well done. Last call, last call, last call.
1: I got nothing, I'm sorry.
2: It's okay, Shannon, we forgive you. Yeah, I'm so Let's sorry. Let's move on. What top five lists are we putting Gypsy on? I have one, I have
3: one, pick me, pick me, pick me, yes, pick me.
2: Julie. Top five
3: costumed musicals. I, I, I think all the th- musicals
2: are uh, costume. Okay, anyway, <laughs> except no, for that one that had the sweatshirts with their names on it.
3: Reword what I just said. Still, a costume. you know what I mean. Top
2: five musicals to costume. There we go. Okay, Those you can have fun with the costume design. Yeah. you're talking specifically about the three strippers right now. No, I'm no, not actually. I'm talking is. about. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, um all I the stripping costumes. Question though. Do
1: you want to be a stripper in real life?
3: Is How that do you why? know I'm not? I'm, oh. We are above a strip club <laughs> right now. <laughs>
0: anyway.
2: <yeah. laughs> For me, type. this is just flat out top five Broadway golden age musicals. Yeah. Yes.
3: Happy. I can't like, it's not
2: really a golden age that's usually sort of the thirties shows.
3: Mm. Let's just call it like the Renaissance. <laughs> Like the Disney top, Renaissance. Top five
2: Broadway musicals. Top period. Top
3: five roles for women. Ooh. Top five roles for women. Top five roles for can I make an adjustment? Yes. For older women. For you.
2: Because like you don't get that money. Top five roles for Miranda Selwood <laughs> Top five
3: roles for
2: I'm clearly talking about Gypsy Rose Lee,
1: not Mama
3: <laughs> We know. We know. We're aware. Uh, 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 uh. Um like me. okay, top five uses of livestock.
1: Oh, I love that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Top five roles for dogs. Chowsy? <laughs> Chowsy. Oh, Mama's little Chowsy. Um,
1: Top five musicals for placement of the orchestra.
3: Ooh, Ooh. Where did we place it? Where well, did we put I, it? It's,
1: sometimes it's on the side. Sometimes it's in a pit. Sometimes it's hidden completely down the back. When my, they, my. Just on Top video. five uses
3: of a strobe light? Ooh,
1: because Ooh. Ooh. That that's a great scene. I love that scene.
3: That's show. the
2: changeover yeah. from the young cast. <laughs> young to how often do they the
3: age cast? during it? That's true.
2: It's time travel.
3: Oh, I love it.
2: Top five time travel musicals. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 they have to write um, a Doctor Who musical. I'm just
2: saying. Um, uh, top five 11th hour numbers. Rose's turn <gasps> is mm, up there. Amazing. Spectacular. It is.
3: Top five on stage marquees. Marquees. <laughs>
2: You mean like the lights on stage? Yeah. If this and Roxy in Chicago. Yeah. Um, what else would they be? Um, Singing in the rain. Off your yeah. hands. Look, we can keep section. going. The okay. producers has it. We can honestly. All right. All right. I'm giving it to you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm so glad we didn't do the livestock list because <laughs> I could only think of this and Into the Woods. What about Oklahoma?
1: Do they ever use livestock Oh, they should
2: to cast the whole thing. <laughs> 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 that is rude. Tune in next week for our episode <laughs> of Oklahoma.
1: <laughs> Controversial.
2: Actually, we should have some some Rodgers and Hammerstein coming up I here did a little, sometime yeah. in the near future.
3: Yeah, I did a little poll uh, and it was Oklahoma versus Sound of Music. What would our audience like to hear more? And Sound of Music dreamt.
1: Yeah, well, really, yeah. It, no, such a, no, 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 because oh, we'll it, 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 really? it was close. It was like 40
2: something to 50 something. It yeah. was so closer than you think it was going to be. I'm angry at Sound of Music for stealing all of Gypsy's Tony Awards. Yeah, yeah, me too. too. <gasps> top, okay, five top five shows <laughs> not to win a Tony, Tony exactly. for its original production. Yeah. Mm. Top five shows that got robbed at the Tonys. Mm.
3: Top five Sond.
2: Yes, please. Me That's too. That's my personal list. Can we? Oh, no. it's, it's done. I, I think we've prove. done this list. I'm we definitely have. I'm not sure if it was on I it. I do Yeah. Um, there's got to be a million more, but so. let's just do two more.
3: I bet. Oh. Okay.
2: Top five on stage cows.
3: Livestock cows? Come on, Miranda. Yep. Top five food-based songs. <laughs> Have, have an egg roll,
0: <laughs> Mr. Goldstone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the titular segment: <laughs>
3: titular. the lessons we
2: have learned from Gypsy.
3: All right, strap yourselves in. Are we ready?
2: I'm ready. I've only got one. That's so oh, <laughs> I'm really strapped in for it, though. Okay. What have you learned from Gypsy?
3: You can't push your dreams. Onto your children. Oh, I learned that you can. <laughs> <laughs> you can, but it doesn't work out well for you. Perspective.
2: Oh, I don't know. Who's making that call?
3: We'll ask Mama, shall we? Bring, 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 bring. She became a star. Tick. Mama, did. didn't well know. <laughs> Mama didn't
2: Mama didn't. Mama didn't. She, she got wants? to
3: throw someone out a window.
0: And in two <laughs> versions,
3: she ends up sad and alone. Actually, all versions, she's sad and alone. But you feel sorry for her. But she doesn't know you feel sorry for her.
2: Anyway, I've learned that um, you can definitely take a very unlikable character and make a great show around it. Yeah, agree. It would
0: be interesting to see how that character is read if it was played by a male, I think. Just putting that out there, that's mm. a lesson I've learned from Emerge yeah, yeah. is that if a female plays an unlikable character, it's okay
3: sometimes <laughs> Seems for a certain less- things. Yeah. Smacky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we all learned something tonight together. Egg
0: rolls. What an egg roll Egg is. rolls.
2: Aww. Egg rolls and spring rolls are different. Musicals
1: they taught me good. everything. very
2: similar. You should make egg rolls. Um, we, Gypsy taught me, um, <laughs> obviously didn't teach me very well, <laughs> Shannon, <laughs> the word. Which word? Ecstasyast.
1: Ex- oh, adizyast. One who
2: or that which sheds,
1: sheds its skin. skin. I've never heard of that word before, had you?
2: A stripper <laughs> <laughs> But at these prices, I mean, it's disgusting.
1: Why did you look at Julie when you said stripper?
2: Um, I we've already spoken about oh, her. Right, yeah, good, that's right. <laughs> Part-time career. Part-time.
1: <laughs> I learned that you've got to follow your own dreams.
2: Mm, yeah. And that
1: even even if um someone says you should do something, at the end of the day you should do the thing that you want to do, cuz actually It mirrors my life a little bit because I always wanted to be a musical theatre singer and I was told I should be an opera singer. And so when I was 17, I pursued opera singing because I was told I should. But now that I'm age, my age. 18, 21. (laughs) 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 No, I I, want to pursue musicals because they are my number one love. So that's what um, Gypsy taught me. Thanks, Gypsy. Thanks, Gypsy.
2: Gypsy taught me to belt like for a real serious. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I think l- everything's coming out roses specifically. <laughs> yeah. I think Bette Midler taught me how to belt in general. <laughs> Just
3: I being to, her. Yeah, I used to watch Beaches on repeat.
1: Oh my God, Beaches. Anything, taught me many things.
2: Anything else about Gypsy, guys. Gypsy teacher. Yeah, but what did Gypsy
1: teach? But that's not for
0: him. In this two-hour-long episode of Musical. <laughs> story, everything
4: You're I welcome, know. guys. I hope the
1: drive yeah. is long. Gypsy deserves this reverence, though.
2: It does. It does. Mm. Um, if we don't have any more lessons, so I am yeah. going to wrap it up. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Such fun. Oh, we've forgotten the most important lesson anyone could ever learn. Really? Go, ahead, Miranda, go. You gotta get a gimmick you if you gimmick. wanna get, get a-
3: ahead. That one.
2: We have made it to the end of another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. Thank you so much for bringing us this show, Shannon. My
1: absolute pleasure. I love it, and I love you guys. I love this Aww. podcast. It's amazing. The
2: Thank Patreon, Thank If anybody else would like to become a Patreon, you could throw us a couple of bucks a month and we'll give you a bunch of extra episodes so you can listen to some top fives. Oh, they're and,
3: fun. The top fives are fun. Mostly you <laughs> can just
2: feel really good about yourself for being a patron of the arts. Patreon.com slash musicals taught me everything I know. You can find us at our home on the web, that's not canon along with all of the other podcasts on our network. There are many and I'm sure we can find some other things that you're interested in in and uh, convert you, but make sure you stay with us because we love you. They're so good. Musicals. So good, you
1: guys. So
2: good. Um, <laughs> you can find us on Facebook. Uh, we're on Twitter at Musicals Teach Me. You have a
1: Twitter, Shannon. I do. Not many followers, but if you want to follow me, I'm at Shannon Chad, which is my middle name.
2: Shannon Chad. Chad.
1: Yeah, my mother was mm. in love with an American actor named Chad when I was uh, born, so that's why.
2: Michael Murray, because <laughs> you're only 21.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Forgot. Uh,
2: if you would also like to send us um, some information about how we pronounce your name or mispronounce yes, your name, um, you sorry. can send us various links to the appropriate yeah. uh, things to podcast at gmail.com. Can't Make they just sure. um, call
1: into the the show, Miranda?
2: Well, we don't have a phone. If you find one,
0: a number (laughs) for us. If we get
2: enough Patreons, we (laughs) will buy a phone. And
0: then you can call us. That's after we get enough to get Zane to dance and to sing. And to rap. And to rap. And for us
2: <laughs> to go. Zane has got a to, lot of things to and do, and guys. for us to be
3: cats that
0: <laughs> help us out. Uh, um,
2: that,
3: that bar has now moved. For us to be cats at Supernova at the Gold Coast next year, we're going to have to have about 5,000 Patreon.
2: <laughs> no, KB is already going I'm as already, a cat. Yeah, I'm but get the rest apparently. on board. All oh, right. Okay. um Let's move on and talk a little bit more about how you can help us to find your friends iTunes or whatever podcaster you use, make sure you subscribe, rate and review and tell your buddies about how great this show is. Also make them watch Gypsy, the movie, 1993. (sighs) Bette Midler, you're welcome. All right, I think we're done. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Thank you very much. My name is Miranda Selwood and my co-hosts today. Julie Isentrager. And KB. And thank you very much, Zane. He is here in the room pressing buttons for us today and making us sound really gorgeous. Because we don't know how to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tune in next week for another episode and lots of lessons and fun with musicals.
3: Thanks, Shannon. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.